Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. century becoming only the ninth cricketer and the first compass direction to do so. This is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. Badal has got him to 400 and it's a quite magnificent achievement by this Glamorgan batsman. 402 not out, reaching his 400 with a huge six. You're here with Kat Jones and Dan Lipke. And yeah, good, good on, good on uh, Sam Northeast. I, Tim, completely missed this bit of news, oh, but it's, it yeah. is glorious. Yes. I, I, I mostly just want somebody to analyse his wagon wheel and determine how many mm. runs he hit in a northeasterly direction. Well, you haven't already done that. I haven't done that, no. <laughs> but uh, at least Crook Viz or someone should be always analysing those kind of things. Yeah, that's right. Get on to a Crook Viz. Yeah. But huh. yeah, as you mentioned, he is the first compass direction to hit a quadruple century. Do you, do you want to know some other compass direction? cricketers and what their highest oh, first yeah, class scores I do. are. So Marcus North, his uh-huh. highest first class score of 239 not yeah, out. That's so pretty good. Not, yeah, very good, but mm. not, not quite the quadruple century. Uh, Tim Southie, what do you reckon his highest <laughs> first class score is? Oh, I think he's got over 100. Yeah, he has. He's got 156, which seems oh, very high. That's for very high. Tim South East East. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so Sam Northeastern is now the the front runner in uh, in those directions. I'm sure there are plenty of other cricketers with names. Um, Ad, Adam um, West. Yeah, Adam West uh, <laughs> used to play a little bit of cricket. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, yeah, so he made 410 not out. He was actually declared on. So yep. they, they That's the way to do it. If yep. they're never going to go out, you've got to yep. declare on yep. it. Yep, so uh, he deserved a 500, I reckon. Oh, deserved, yeah. deserved half a thousand. Yep. Uh, so just a quick overview of the match details. Leicestershire batted first. They made 584. And then Glamorgan. Uh, so presumably someone got a century there too yeah. and thought they were doing pretty well. Yep, yep. Glamorgan made five. For 795 declared in reply. Yeah, so you never know what a pitch is like until both teams <laughs> exactly. have had a bat on it. Yep, so, yep. so this one, a uh, <laughs> bit, bit of a struggle for the bowlers. Leicestershire were then bowled out for 183 in their second innings, which mm. meant they had suffered an innings defeat after scoring 584 <laughs> in their first innings. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we just have time to cover one thing as usual, and it is the upcoming Commonwealth Games. Yeah. That's, it's not very often that we would uh, 
talk about Commonwealth Games. No, in, I think it's very rare. I, I think uh, I think men played in like '98 or something. I want to say. Uh, I think South Africa won that one. They got mm. the gold medal. So you you know it can't be a proper tournament if South Africa are winning it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have uh, seven teams competing uh, for the silver medal in uh, in the Commonwealth <laughs> Games this time around. Is this inevitable? It is, isn't it? <laughs> I would think so. So the seven teams going for the silver medal and the bronze medal are India, Barbados, <laughs> Pakistan, New Zealand, South Africa, England and Sri Lanka. And of course the uh, in- the Australian women are going to win the gold medal. No yes, question. They've already dressed up in gold to celebrate. They're yep. uh, all, all ready to go. Yeah. So the matches tend to either be either on a very good time for Australian mm-hmm. fans or a very bad time. So it's either 8pm at night, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. Mm, that's great. Or 3am. This is all Australian East Coast time. So yeah. most most of the, the bigger games, uh, so India or England, tend to be on at 8pm. Uh, some of the perhaps uh, less highly contested games are the 3am ones. Okay. Well, we'll do our best. We will. Yep. So it starts this Friday, Australia v India, 8pm. Uh, Does that mean the entire Commonwealth Games also starts this Friday? It seems hard to um, believe. Um, maybe it starts beforehand. Uh, uh. It's, it's, it's starting imminently anyway. Right. Yes. So uh, they have been having warm-up matches, mm-hmm. uh, various women's teams around the world to, to get into this. So uh, South Africa played England in a, in a few matches. Mm. Uh, how, how did that Well, you would think that would be pretty competitive, but mm. no, England won every single game. Yeah, and, and comfortably too. Mm. I think they, they were like 100-run wins in the ODIs and six-wicket wins. and yeah. So no, never really put under much pressure the, the England women's team. Yep, and Australia played Pakistan and Ireland. And Ireland. This was three. Tell me, this was three team cricket. <laughs> this this was. <laughs> it should have been three team cricket. Uh, well, it could have been four team cricket because right. the, the there were six matches. Australia won two. Pakistan won one. Ireland won none. Which, if you've uh, done the math, there means that the rain washed out three matches. <laughs> so the rain may be uh, Australia's biggest threat to a, a gold medal in the Commonwealth Games. Yes, I reckon. Could okay, be. Do, do you reckon the rain is, is the rain eligible? Is the rain part of the Commonwealth? Well. Definitely. I mean, yeah. honestly, the Commonwealth invented rain. Yep. England invented rain. And yep. uh, I think I might put a bet on on uh, rain winning that, mm. that series. Yep. Or at least getting the bronze or yeah. the silver. Possibly yeah. both. Possibly both, yes. Mm. Uh, what other what other highlights were there from that uh, that tri-series? Well, I think you said Talia McGrath was, was an absolute highlight mm. of that tri-series. Yes. And uh, she's often often a highlight. She's going to be one to watch for yep. everyone. Yep. She's uh, she's still still in the T20, still keeping Elise Perry out of the team. So mm. you know she must be going pretty well. Yeah. And, and her batting has become so reliable that her batting average is on 24-7. Is that exactly? what it is it is she's batted four times in t20 scored 247 runs uh-huh. uh and won four player of the match award every time she's batted she's won a player of the match award yeah and she's only just been dismissed in her most recent match Ooh, wow so yeah see she's in decent form in the t20 format. yeah that's definitely one to watch fantastic uh, I, I like how well, we, we kind of all know now that Alyssa healy has taken over ian as the mm. you know the most famous healy in australian cricket yep. how long until talia pushes glenn aside do you reckon already she's already, already done it yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, uh, Glenn. Uh, did he ever play in a Commonwealth Games? I, I think he did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. 
All right. Uh, sponsors this week is just my general website, leabcricket.com, which contains links to everything I do, all my writing, all my podcasts, including this one. So after listening to this podcast, go to the website, leabcricket.com, click on the link back to the Carp Bowl, Carp Throw podcast, and then you can leave a review or do whatever you want to do over there. But uh, perhaps most infamously, my website, leabcricket.com, also contains the countdown of the 40 funniest cricketers of all time, which was a project I embarked upon mm. many years ago. And There's I've nowhere up- else where you can see that, the no? 40 funny cricketers, uh, so you need to go on there and have a look. Yep, count, count them all down and click around, see what other good stuff's there. There are links to online games like Maxwell Ball mm. and all kinds of other things. So that's uh, leabcricket.com. Go check it out. Let's play. Are you smarter than a fifth grade cricketer? All right, it's time for Kat to check whether she is smarter than a fifth grade cricketer. Uh oh. And uh, the quiz this week is uh, a simple quiz. It's just called Ben Stokes or Shane Watson. Mm. So, uh, Do I get to choose just one of those to keep? For, for each answer, you get to choose one <laughs> of them. Yes, you get to choose uh, which one to keep. This is, of course, a battle of retired ODI cricket. It is, right? yes. Yes, because Ben retired from ODI since we last recorded. He said we'd had enough. Mm. Well, he's had enough. Yep. Uh, we, we probably hadn't had enough of him playing in ODIs. Maybe no. we had. I don't know. But he's had enough. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, Ben uh, Stokes' retirement got all the England journalists all in a fluster about mm. how, you know, that's the ODIs are doomed. This can't keep playing. Well, he was single-handedly keeping them alive, Apparently, wasn't he? Apparently, yes. Yeah. Uh, presumably none of these England journalists had noticed that, you know, most other countries' players have been retiring one format at a time for, well, since Aber de Villiers has been retiring from, you know, more formats than actually exist. So yeah, exactly. It's been he's, going on forever, so I'm not quite sure. He's got the world record in retirements, yeah. AB. And, of course, Shane Watson has retired, and that was mm. not the death of ODI. No. So it probably should have been, yeah. but it wasn't. So yes. we've got a good chance of hanging on to them. Yes. Ben, ben Stokes did come out at one point and say, uh, players are not cars, which is really disappointing. Like you're saying, oh. you, you can't just uh, fill them up and get them to play. I, I wish you could. I'd love to see, like, players uh, were cars. That, that, would, that would just make, uh, yeah, make uh, ODIs far more interesting if you could fill them up and let yeah. them out there, V8 Coley and, and all the rest. <laughs> so, anyway, anyway that's, no, that's nothing to do with this quiz. No. Uh, although maybe, maybe I should have done a quiz of uh, well, which, that's a spoiler, which cricketers of course. are cars. That makes it much easier for me to get the right answer now, knowing <laughs> that does. no cricketers were cars. Yes. Anyway, so the quiz is simple. I'm just going to ask you a series of questions. The answer to each question will be either Shane Watson or Ben Stokes, and you just have to tell me which which one? Okay. So, question one. Now, it is, of course, unfair to compare the two of them in, in cricket stats in ODIs because it does get a bit embarrassing for poor old Ben Stokes because what I <laughs> had the better bat- batting average, better bowling average. Well, I wonder he retired then. Yeah, pretty, better in pretty much everything. But of the two of them, who captained their country in ODIs more? Oh, it'd have to be Watto, surely. I mean, he, he must have captained... At least a couple of times, surely. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you, you are correct. Uh, one point for that. Watto, Watto captain nine times. Yeah. And uh, Stokes captain three times. Ah, oh, three times. Stokes does have the uh, the uh, interesting stat that he had a hundred percent win record as as captain Again, of the good ODI time to and, and of the Test, I think. So he's, yeah. uh, he's doing all right. Doing okay. Um, question two. So one one nil to you. Mm. Question two. Who has been player of the match in more World Cup finals, Ben Stokes or Shane Watson? <laughs> 
Oh, come on, this has to be Ben Stokes, surely. It is indeed Ben Stokes. Hey. Ben Stokes was player of the match, of course, in the 2019 World Cup final. Mm. Poor old uh, Shane Watson just uh, has a couple of uh, player of the matches in Champions Trophy finals, uh, n- none in World Cup finals. Uh, yep. So just has to settle for those back-to-back Champions Trophy player it's of the matches. It's his fault for not playing in more World Cup finals yeah. because he would have been the yeah. man of the match, surely. Question three. So you're two from two, so far. Very good. Question three. Who was LBW more often in ODIs? <laughs> Was it Shane Watson or Ben Stokes? Well, of course, we would immediately jump to the idea that this is Shane Watson. So, therefore, maybe it's a trick. I have to double think this now. Is it going to be Ben Stokes? Uh, in what category is this? In this is just in ODIs. Just who, in who's ODIs. LBW more often. Look, I have to go with Shane Watson. You did. You, you're very right. There's, there's no trick there. What are <laughs> seven, seven, 17 to three? That's all right. A, that's okay. a thrashing. Fantastic. Uh, all right. This one's a, an audio question. Now, this isn't to do with ODIs, sadly, but I'm, I'm including it anyway because it's a good bit of audio. Who famously said this? Who famously said, oh, in the dick, when he was hit in the dick while batting? Now, this could be either of them. It sounds like Ben Stokes, but I reckon that might be Watto. I can't remember it, so I'm not sure, but I'll go with Watto. No, sadly Uh. it was Ben Stokes. It was uh, during an Ashes series, I think. He just caught one right in the nuts. Uh, This was before he was even captain, which is when most England players get hit in the nuts. More players should just yell that out (laughs) so that that the commentators don't have to to tally around with with weird sort of squirmy words about where they've been hit. They should just yell it out into the stump mic so that it's quite clear. In the dick. Yeah. All right. Uh, and this is your f- – oh, no, it's not your final question. Almost your final question. Mm-hmm. What am I, three from four? Two from uh, four. Three from four. So uh, between them, these th- two players have three infamous deflections. Mm. And these are deflections after the ball has been delivered and a shot has been played. It doesn't include any deflections while facing up. Wow. So I'm going to tell you the three deflections and you tell me who's responsible for each of them. Oh, I could go right down here. <laughs> so this is, this is chronological order. Okay. After bowling a delivery, one of these two got in the road of a throw from their captain and it deflected away off their leg, saving the stranded batter from a run out. Hmm. So one of these two bowled a delivery. There was a run out chance, but instead they got in the road. Of the I mean, shot. I just have a memory that this was always Ben Stokes. So I'll say Ben Stokes. No, that was Shane oh, Watson. Uh, right. Michael Clark uh, from point bank range just oh, pinged him right. right in the leg. And Clark was very annoyed about it too, yes. I seem to remember. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm not quite sure why Clark was annoyed. He wasn't the one that just had a cricket ball hurled yep. straight into him. Anyway, so oh, missed way. out on that one. All right, the second deflection. After defending a delivery back to the bowler, one of these two, while standing out of their crease, deflected a throw at the stumps from that bowler with their hand and was given out, handled the ball. Well, that has to be Ben Stokes. That was indeed Ben Stokes uh, against uh, Mitchell Stark and everybody in England got very upset because Australia didn't withdraw the appeal. Mm. And uh, willfully but not instinctively, I think, was the was the phrase that went around for that one. Mm. And the third deflection, third infamous deflection, while completing a second run and diving for the crease, one of these two accidentally deflected the return throw from the outfield with their bat all the way to the boundary for four <laughs> overthrows. Again, Ben Stokes, champion of the deflections. <laughs> Yeah, master deflector Ben Stokes. So you got a, got a couple of them. I think you've only dropped a couple, oh. which means there's only one more question left. Oh. Uh, last question. 
which player was ranked the second funniest cricketer of all time in my 40 funniest cricketers? Was it Ben Stokes or was it Shane Watson? Well, really, they both made it fairly they, high up on the charts. Did. I would have to say this has to be Watto. It was Watto. Hey. Yes. Uh, ben Stokes was fourth. And yes. he, he might be bumped up to third by now because this was this predated all his World Cup final antics and his Headingley stuff. And yep. so oh, like even retiring. Even I mean, retiring, yeah. That adds to his comedy chops, surely. Yes. So I think that's very good. I think I think you're definitely smarter than fifth well, grade ben, cricketer. Well, Ben Stokes is all always been one of my since he yeah. debuted he's always been one before of my favorite before he debuted before he, he debuted he was one of my favorite cricketers and and Watto of course is as well so yeah. I, I won't say I'm a Ben Stokes Watto expert I wouldn't do mastermind on uh, on that topic <laughs> but I think you should set the mastermind questions for that topic I think that would be quite a tough uh, tough ask yep Camp old, camp throw coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moeller Award. Here we are in the Muller Award, which is in tribute to underappreciated acts in cricket, named mm. after the famous Scott Muller, who couldn't bowl or throw. Yep, allegedly. Uh, so, first one I've got here is South Africa, uh, the South African cricket team. Uh, the entire team? The reigning Commonwealth Games 1998 champions, oh. gold medalists. Yep. Uh, they, uh, they're forfeiting their ODI series in Australia in January uh, because they'd, they'd rather have a T20 tournament at home. So, the, the forfeiture means that they're at risk of missing out on direct World Cup qualification, which, <laughs> if nothing else, is a, a fantastic innovation. South Africa have always crashed out of World Cups in, mm. in spectacular and exciting fashion. Yep. I, I like the idea they're trying to crash out of a World Cup before it even begins now. So this is Fantastic. a whole new level from them. Yeah. So well done. Yeah. Adding to the, the fuss over the death of ODI cricket, correct? Exactly, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, well, I mean, Ben Stokes isn't playing for them, so I, I, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't be taken yet. seriously. He's not playing for them yet. Yet, yes. yes. Uh, but yeah, on the plus side, I, th- I think it means that their home T20 tournament is looking sufficiently uh, promising with all their all these mm. players returning home that a whole heap of IPL team owners have bought up every single franchise. Wow. Uh, so I think uh, there's going to be a lot of money thrown into that tournament mm. all of a sudden, which might uh, put a little bit of pressure on the BBL. Yes, because it's happening in the same month. They're definitely going to overlap. I mean, the BBL goes twice as long, so. Mm. But uh, I think this will suck out a lot of players who think, oh, maybe I'll just take a bit more money from South Africa than I will the BBL. Interesting. Does does make me wonder: should the BBL switch formats to the hundred (laughs) or uh, or to ODIs? (laughs) Or to ODIs. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Do you have another one? So we we're nominating here England's T twenty or twenty twenty blast final, Mm. uh, where. And this is a convoluted kind of final <laughs> over here. So Final ball even. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lancashire needed four off the last ball to win. Yep. And this is the final. So this yep. is pretty this is exciting. Yep. Uh, Nathan Ellis of Hampshire bowled the, bowled the batter. So they mm. he, he basically bowled him out, last ball, and they all celebrated mm. and thought that was the end. And then and then I think they even set yeah, off their entire complement of fireworks <laughs> yeah, and everything. A, it was very exciting. People Everyone, were people, pumping fists and People on their way gears. to the train <laughs> yeah. and everything. And yep. then the third umpire said, no, no, just hang on a tick. That, that was a no ball. <laughs> So back to the drawing board. So he had to bowl it again. Yeah, and because uh, for some reason, no one knows why, no balls are worth two runs in, in the ah. T20 blast. 
oh, for, right. for some reason. That, so, so certainly instead of needing four to win and, mm. and, and to make it even more convoluted, it wasn't really four to win originally. It was four to tie, but because of the, in England they love their complicated countback procedures, because of the complicated countback procedures, a, a tie was effectively a win. <laughs> so it went from four to tie, which was a win, from a, to a no ball, which meant they had two to tie, which was also a win. So two to win, essentially. Ooh, two to win. Yeah. So he bowled it again mm. and uh, the Lancashire batters – sneaked a bye or yep. they, they ran, they didn't obviously didn't hit it and they tried to sneak a second bye that would have mm. given the win. Yes. But instead of allowing this sort of second sneaky run to mm. go ahead to see whether they would get it, the umpires called dead ball, yep. which isn't right. No, right? The, the, well, well, I mean, they, 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 the, Controversial. The, the officials came out later and said, oh, yeah, that, that, was, that was okay. But I think you've pretty much got to say that after the result. So. Yes, of course. So the ball was dead after just one run, which meant that there was no chance that they could possibly yep. run the second. But anyway, lots of angst, lots of confusion. Yep. Lots of uh, angry people, I mm. imagine. Mm. That's still very exciting. Mm. Very exciting. I, actually, even after all that, I don't know who won. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know either. It doesn't mm. matter. Um, uh, I've got one more. Uh, what one have you more. got? I've got Ian Botham announced, uh, to, as we record this, he announced that he will be releasing an NFT. Oh, God, that's petrifying. <laughs> it is indeed. Because uh, I'm old enough to remember when Beefy's dick pics just uh, caused <laughs> immense irreversible damage to our Twitter timelines rather than oh you know the Earth's climate. And I can only assume that NFT stands for nuts, full todger. Oh, God. <laughs> that's one way of turning a negative into a double negative. Yep. Yikes. Yep. So, yeah, very, very terrifying. Um, so, I, I, I wouldn't recommend signing up to any NFTs, but in particular, not Ian Buckham's NFTs. Well, I mean, presumably NFTs, you only release one. So, only one person has to buy this, right? Yeah, I guess. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Well, maybe whoever he originally intended to send it to can now have yeah. it as a memento. Good idea. All right. So, who's getting the muller this week? Oh, Ian Buckham. <laughs> Congratulations, Ian Botham. Uh, please uh, Ian Botham's turn, dick. turn your Ian timeline Botham's to private. Yes. All right, that's it. You've been uh, listening to uh, Dan Lipke and Cat Jones. Uh, I'm at Leave Cricket. The cat is at Cricket Backcat on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow us on at Can't Bowl Throw on Twitter. Like us on Facebook by searching for Can't Bowl Can't Throw. And we will see you all next week. Podcast Network.